So in preparation for uh, Pancake Tuesday, we had our Pancake Monday uh, today, just to make sure we're all prepared for tomorrow. And um, so one of our, some, two of our community were cooking this evening, they cooked some pancakes and some of the pancakes were normal and some of the other pancakes were blue. And it was just interesting to see people's reactions to the blue pancakes. Now I'm not sure what was actually in them, could have been rat poison, not sure, but, um, but a, a, there were a number of people who did not want to go near the blue ones, right? Okay, kind of understandably. Uh, I think when you see something like this, even though we know each other and we know that no one would ever try to harm another person here, the thought does cross your mind, will they kill me if, if I eat this? Like, what's it actually made from? Uh, and why on earth is it blue? Uh, so, but it's very interesting how, when you think about uh, on a day-to-day basis, right? On a day-to-day basis, how much faith we place in people or how much faith we place in things. A friend of mine took a flight today, flew to England, but flew in, in a prop, a, a, prop, a propeller plane, uh, which maybe most we have, probably haven't flown in, in a prop before because, yeah, they're fairly rare, uh, only for short trips. They're, they're very loud. They're, they're substantially louder than, than, than a jet, especially when you're near the wings. Uh, the planes tend to be a lot smaller, and when you get on, they ask you, how much do you weigh? Because... Uh, because they have to balance the weight on the plane according to how much you weigh. And so it's, but once you get up, like, once you get into the air, you are entirely, entirely, entirely in the hands of that pilot who could suddenly decide to go, and that's it, you flipped. Uh, I mean, that's it, like, with that movement and you're all dead. It's, it's amazing. Uh, and so you have implicit faith that the engineers who serviced the engines didn't leave a screwdriver or a spanner in there. You, you have implicit faith that those forecasting the weather or those who work in the, in the tower or those who scan for flocks of birds approaching, that they've all done their job right, that you can take off and land without getting killed. So implicitly, like, every time you open a can of anything, right, do you know what was in there? Is it as healthy as they say? How do you know there isn't a rat's skull severed and liquidized and just mixed up amongst your beans in a way that you'd never know? How do you know? You don't. <laughs> Apparently it wouldn't kill you anyway. But, but the point is, uh, point is, we have implicit faith constantly, all day, in people and in things and in engineers and in buildings. You walk into a building, you presume, you have faith that it's not going to collapse on top of you. Every time you put toothpaste on your toothbrush, you presume it's not arsenic. So, so we, we, have, we have a certain amount of Faith, we, we entrust our lives actually to an awful lot of people on a day-to-day basis when you think about it. And we, we do this because, well, you kind of have to. We have no choice. I mean, if you want to eat, you have to more or less presume that it, if it says they're beans, that they are actually beans. If it says it's bread, that there isn't heroin in it. You know, you, you, you kind of have to presume in order to get on with things. Today's gospel is about, is about faith. They bring this boy who has a spirit of, of, of dumbness and deafness, who throws him to the ground, writhing, foaming at the mouth. Uh, some, I mean, I've heard people say, well, it's just, it's uh, maybe rabies or epilepsy or something, and they kind of want to reduce the miracle. But like it, it, the man says quite clearly that whatever's in him has thrown him into fire and thrown him into water. So maybe there, there is something more than just a standard illness here. How long has this been happening to him? From childhood, he replied. But if you can do anything, have pity on us 
and help us. If you can, retorted Jesus, everything is possible for anyone who has faith. Immediately the father of the boy cried out, I do have faith, but help the little faith I have. What a fantastic prayer. I have faith, Lord, I do, I do, but help the little faith I have, because it's, it's there. I, don't, I mean, I'm not an atheist. Uh, but could my faith be better? Well, absolutely. Yes, yes, it could. Yes, it could be better. Yes, it could be deeper. Because faith is always easy when everything is going well. Faith is always easy when you're healthy and wealthy and jobs going well, families going well, relationships going well. Faith, faith is easy then. Faith isn't so easy in times of bereavement or failure or struggle or insecurity. When you're on a plane, when they get the safety instructions, they always tell you, in case of a drop in cabin pressure, oxygen masks will fall from the, ca- from the compartment uh, above your head, place the mask over your nose and mouth, and breathe normally. Those traveling with children should do what? Attend to their own mask first. Those traveling with children should take care of number one, right? Why do they say that? Why do they say take care of your own mask first? Well, because if you pass out, you're no good to your child. If you haven't got oxygen because you're at 30,000 feet and a door blows open or a window blows open, which happens all the time, it doesn't, it doesn't, okay, uh, and you lose cabin pressure, at that, at that altitude there's very little oxygen, there isn't enough oxygen to survive. So you have to run your own mask first so you don't pass out, because if you pass out, you can't help your child. And I think that's a wonderful analogy for how, how faith should work as well. I think most of us, or all of us here anyway in Holy Family, we have a, some, a desire to be missionary, a desire to pass on the faith to others, a desire that others would know the Lord, a desire that, that, that this, this joy, this consolation that we have received, that others could experience that too. And that's, that's, a, that's a real gift, this missionary heart, fantastic. Mission out there in the world begins, though, with with me, with me. Conversion of the world starts with, with me. So I, the, the, the Lord is asking us, work on your own faith. Work on your faith first. And then that will flow to others because they'll see it the way you live. They'll see your faith the way you live, the way you react and act and speak and forgive and help and serve and take care of others and affirm and, and all. They'll, they'll see it. They'll see it. Now, you can also speak about it when the time comes, Absolutely. But my job is primarily to take care of, of I don't say take care of myself in, in a selfish way, but I'm responsible for me. I, wonderful and all as you are, I can't make your decisions for you, and even if I could, what happens to your heart is still entirely, you, the, the, what they call internal form, is still entirely between you and God. You could obey the whole, the whole program here, do everything that you're asked to do, and still actually just do so with hatred or resentment. As you're doing the right things externally, but it's no good to you. Whereas the Lord asks of us, he asks our heart. He wants our heart. That's where he wants to live. That's what he wants of you. A heart full of faith. And you could say, that's, that's nice, Father Patrick, but uh, my heart isn't full of faith. My heart is full of 
everything. <laughs> it's full of, it's, there's faith in there, and there's hope in there, and there's love in there. There's also, there's also doubt, there's also disappointment, there's also failure and sinfulness and, and inability. And it's all mixed up inside there. So, yeah, if he wants a heart full of faith, that's not what he's going to be able to get from me, because that's just not me. Well, this is our prayer today then. Lord, I do believe. I do. I do have faith. I do. But help the little faith I have. Help the little faith I have. Now, interestingly, he says, the man says, and the father says, I do have faith, but it's not what it should be. It's not sufficient. Does he get the miracle or doesn't he? Does the father get the miracle he asked? Yes, he does. His son was healed, despite the man's imperfect faith. Because God can't, won't wait until we attain perfection in order to help us. Otherwise, he could never help us. Because we're not, well, maybe some of you will. But I don't think any of us, I don't think I'm going to attain perfection this side of eternity. I don't think so. I hope so. I don't think so. All things are possible with the Lord. I don't know. Well, they are. They are. All things are possible with the Lord. They are. Um, it's just, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> There's a lot to do in here. There's a lot to do. The Lord sees our goodwill. And he sees the little faith we have or the, the quantity of faith we have. And he sees this. Our desire to have more. Our desire to have a deeper faith. Lord, I believe, but help my unbelief. Lord, I have faith, but help the little faith I have. And the Lord grants the miracle. So today... Let's make this, this beautiful prayer from the Gospel of Mark in our, in our Gospel today. Let us make that our prayer. I do have faith, but help the little faith I have. It's such a, a humble way to approach the Lord, knowing that he deserves more, that he deserves more of my heart, deserves more of my mind, deserves more of my time. But I, I struggle to give him everything that he deserves. I hold on to things for myself. Lord, I have faith, but help the little faith I have. Help me to approach you, Lord. Knowing my inability, knowing my weakness, knowing my need for you. Let us approach you, Lord, as this father did with such faith. Maybe his faith was better than, or bigger than he thought. He came to you, Lord, in his need. May we do the same. And may we cry out to you, Lord. I do have faith, but help the little faith I have. Amen.